even saying that, how does it make you feel? I mean, and, and when you, if you take a, a, a brief moment to just just close your eyes and just take that that for such a time as this, how does that make you feel? I mean, that that's 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 the question I'm asking you from the raw part of you because it to me when I say it touches me in a way from the it touches my spirit because. It, the mental aspect of I can see so many people that are hurting right now and so many people that I think we discussed it on Saturday that 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 say that you know well where was God when, when this happened where was God when, when that happened and you know he's always been the same place he, you said he's the same place he always been Right there. So, 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 my question to you, Reverend Tillman, how, in a, in a way, describe to me for such a time as this, as as a, how can you express it as a feeling? How how does that come out of you to 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 want to scream on the mountaintop, saying you're on the mountaintop, and and you're 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 preaching. Or you're just crying out to God in those moments for such a time as this. How does that that just kind of not fester up in you, but builds in you? What how what kind of emotion does that bring to you? Romans chapter thirteen, <clears throat> verse eleven. Paul said, "And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake." out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe the night is far spent the day is at hand let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light one of the things that <clears throat> troubled me in our last week's study was the amount of people who were dying from the coronavirus. And when we started the podcast, I mean, I said, I went to CNN and I got an updated number of the people that had died. And they said that one person was dying every 43 seconds of this virus. At the end of our study, I looked and I saw that some 300 and something people had died in those three hours that we were if not. And what bothered me about that was, unless God showed extreme mercy, all those people people 
on just dying left and right and left and right on top of the people that are dying from other things. And a lot of times, especially at funerals, you hear people say, rest in peace. Now they're saying rest in heaven. Some even say rest in power. But everybody that passed away is not resting. That's right. That's right. True. And what some people fail to realize is that when a person dies, at that point right there is when they transition to heaven or hell. Or better yet, Hades or paradise. It's not when we have the funeral seven days later. We're just paying respect. That person is already where they're going to be. And we up here sometimes, people will say, rest in peace. And just to be honest, that person is roasting in hell. They're tormented like diamonds. So what moves me when I hear this for such a time as this? is that, as Paul said, it's now time. He said, because our salvation is nearer than what we believe. Now here's the thing. We already say, some of us are, yes. that what salvation does mean deliverance. And here's another thing. Sometimes people are sick.
Definitely um, wise words. Definitely need to be touched um, in the airwaves as you've spoken before that we will and we can see it. Um, I'm excited. I'm just not knowing, but knowing who God is, what he's going to do for such a time as this. Um, for me, um, it's... it's truly a, a blessing to be surrounded with men of God and to be on this journey not knowing where this journey is going to take us but just excited to, to, to be in the number and be involved in it is just it gives me joy looking forward to each Saturday that we talk for numerous hours but really so much more to do so Brother Mason how do you feel or what what can you what, this, what description can you give us of how, for such a time as this, just moves you to to do what you want to do? Um, as a matter of fact, uh, I may go a little deeper. So, mm-hmm. and I think we've we've talked about this even going into ministry. Um, I think you described the moments of they, you know, they already knew or you knew. So that even includes for such a time as this, it goes back. So going even into the ministry to this point right now, how does for such a time as this fit into all that you have done and all that you're seeking to do going forward with this? I think the number one thing for me that I realized one day that once I first of all answered the call of salvation um, that I knew then that Christ actually owned me and if he owned me that means I had to be accountable and responsible to what he called me to do. Uh, I knew one day that I'm going to have to stand before him as, as everybody else will, uh, whether you're saved or not. One day you're going to have to stand before him and give an account of your life here. And when I, when I look at that, it moves me because I want to hear him say those words, well done my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many or ruler over much. So when, when I look at my life on this, on this earth, I, I, I understand that when I first was born, I first started dying. After I was born into this world and had my first breath, I know that the clock started ticking on how much time that I actually had. So it's like when you turn a, a hourglass up for the first time and the sand begins to drain. At the end of that hourglass, when it becomes empty, your time is up. So we, we, we live in a life or live a life now to where we don't know exactly how much time that we have. 
So the Bible tells us to teach us to number our days. You know, uh, we when we look at Scripture, we we understand that the Bible talks about uh, three score and ten. And we all know that a score is 20. So he gives us three scores, which would be 60. Uh, another 10 years, which would be 70. And then he says uh, another 10 years by reason of strength. Uh, sometimes people live to be 80 years old or more. With God's blessings, you know, God sometimes uh, extends our life here on this earth. But you never know exactly how long that is. So it basically behooves us to use every moment that we have to where it be pleasing in God's sight. And so when, when I look at... Um, for such a time as this, uh, the thing that, that drives me more than anything else is time. Exactly how much time do I have to do what God has called me to do? Uh, and, and then how much time do I have as, as it was when I first went into the ministry? Um, Everybody has their own, uh, should I say, self-experience with God. How, how do you know that you was called into the ministry, you know? And, and coming into the ministry, what exactly what type of ministry were you called in to do? Um, I know from a shadow of a doubt that uh, my ministry is... Uh, is teaching. I, I know that I get such joy out of just being able to teach. And so since I know that, I know God is going to hold me accountable for what I do. The Bible tells us, study show thyself approved under God a workman who need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so I, I've got to give everything that I have to rightly divide this truth or as the Greek would say it, uh, to cut it straight to the point to where you're telling them exactly what scripture is saying, you know, as far as the, the expositioning of scripture, uh, bringing it down into the Greek, the Hebrew, and uh, letting people know what the who, what, when, where, why, and how, what is what it's talking about. Uh, is it relevant to us today? You know, and, and, if, and if it is, the number one thing is the uh, the application of it now. And so, I when I, when I look at such a time as this, those are some of the principles or aspects of of this ministry that we want to be able to cover, uh, because we believe there's, there's so many people that needs to know the truth. Because the Bible says that the truth, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So people understand that they're free when they accept Christ as Lord and Savior because he has set us free. But they don't understand that there's still some more freedom that needs to happen. And that freedom is only going to come with the word of God. So he says, and you shall know the truth. Well, what is truth? 
He says, my word is truth. So the more of his word that you get, the more freer you're going to be. And so I feel like that uh, in knowing that, then we hold a, 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 a huge responsible responsibility here to make sure that we uh, expound on God's word to the point to where we make it so simple that a child can understand it. It's like whenever I get ready to get up to deliver a message or if I'm teaching a, a congregation, when I look out on the congregation, what I see is different educational levels. Uh, whether the person is young or old, whether the person is, is an elderly person with gray hair. And some people say, well, you know, uh, if a person has gray hair, then that means they have wisdom. Well, that's, that's true. But what's also true about that is that they may not have that much wisdom, but they, it may just be hereditary. They just might be gray because of uh, hereditation. So when I look at that, um, it drives me to make the message so simple or the teaching so simple to where if I was talking to my five or six-year-old grand grandson, he would be able to understand exactly what I'm trying to trying to say. And so that that's that's our goal here at uh, such a time as this is to make the word of God as simple as possible, so that people can basically get exactly what God wants them to get out of it. So where, uh, as the Bible would say, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word in order to grow thereby. That's our goal. We want people to grow. And so it's up to us to basically know Christ and for us to make him known.